0: I'm Cindy Linden and this is a cook-along podcast quick bite today as promised I have for you a super easy super fast dinner recipe that also happens to be a super easy super fast brunch or breakfast recipe because it involves eggs. I've served it for brunch. I often serve it for dinner. It's the thing to have when you want something so fast and so easy and you know you're going to have all the ingredients on hand in your house without having to even think. And you want something super tasty that's not your everyday, ordinary breakfast for dinner. This is a recipe for migas. I think you could classify it with the Tex-Mex food craze. Migas are an egg dish with cheese and tortilla chips and usually some spices. And I think you could even throw in some ground sausage or something and still call it migas. It's a scrambled egg thing. Traditional migas use tortillas that have been crisped in hot oil. However, the one that I'm using and always use is from Marin Ellingbo King. And her website is MarenEllingbo.com. And this recipe sort of uses up leftovers. So you can call it not only quick, easy, and yummy, but also it helps prevent food waste by using up your leftover tortilla chips that are sitting in your cabinet. They're too small to dip. If you wanted to eat them, it'd be like little bits. You might as well eat them with a spoon. Those are perfect for this version of migas, which she calls leftover tortilla chip migas. I'm going to give you the basic recipe and then you can mess with it all you like i'm not going to cook it with you because it's really too easy and it's open to your own interpretation and all i want you to hear from me is that this is a super easy way to get dinner on the table in less than 10 minutes from inspiration to serving plate i'm going to tell you the ingredients And I want you to hear that it can change in whatever way you really want it to. The essentials to make it migas, really, in my opinion, are the tortillas, the eggs, and the cheese. So here's your list in full. Four eggs. This is for two servings, by the way. Four eggs. A quarter of a teaspoon of kosher salt. A quarter of a teaspoon ground pepper. Are you writing this down? One tablespoon of olive oil. A quarter of an onion. I don't know how much to tell you that is, but it's probably about a quarter of a cup, maybe, chopped up. A jalapeno, which has been seeded and chopped, or if you don't have a jalapeno in the house, but you do have any kind of bell pepper, just picture a jalapeno in your mind and use about that much of the bell pepper chopped up. If you do want to use an actual jalapeno, I have a tip for you. I dread dealing with jalapeno peppers because if I get the oil on my hands, it will inevitably end up in my eye. So I use rubber gloves and personal protective equipment (laughs) because I just, I'm afraid of them. I know it's just a vegetable, but I'm afraid of them. So you may already know that the hot part is not the pepper outside. It's the membranes and the seeds on the inside So if you're going to use a jalapeno and you don't want really dramatic heat, you cut the pepper in half and then you have to scrape out the seeds and that sort of whitish green membrane and throw that part away. So in order to make my life easier, what I do is I buy four or five jalapenos all at the same time. I put on my rubber gloves (laughs) and I cut them open strip out the membrane and the seeds on all of them at the same time. I chop them all up into little, probably quarter-inch pieces, little squares. I put them on a small cookie sheet and spread them out, and I put that in the freezer. Then I take off the gloves, and then once they're frozen hard, I take them off the cookie sheet and just scrape them into a Ziploc bag, label the bag with the fact that it's jalapenos so nobody uses them by accident, And then when I need them for this recipe, I just pull out a small handful of them in what looks to me like about the size of a normal jalapeno pepper. But like I said, I have done this with actually red bell pepper, and it's really good that way too. I almost prefer it. Back to the ingredients, you'll also need one garlic clove, about a half cup of grated cheddar cheese, your handful of tortilla chips... Big handful. And then, if you want to garnish it, if you have some cilantro or parsley on hand, you can do that, but that's completely optional. And I don't do that because, as you probably know about me, I'm less interested in the way they look, unless it's a dessert, I guess, than I am about the way that they taste. So, what I hope you heard there is that you need two eggs a person and you need salt and pepper to your taste probably about an eighth of a teaspoon of each per person. You need a little olive oil because you're going to saute some onion and either a jalapeno or some bell pepper and a clove of garlic. And then you need a wad of grated cheddar cheese and you probably could use jack or pepper jack or any other kind that you like and a handful of tortilla chips, okay? All you need to do is write that down on a list And tape it to the wall over your stove until you get used to making this and you don't need it anymore. You crack the eggs into a bowl and you season them with the salt and pepper. And then you whisk them up to blend. So it's helpful to have a whisk. But if you don't have a whisk, use a fork. Everybody has forks, right? Or if you don't have forks, you probably have chopsticks. Do that. (laughs) In a large skillet, you want to heat up that olive oil over about medium and then you're going to add to that the onion and the pepper and you're going to cook them until they're about well till they're soft. It's really about 5 minutes probably. And then you're going to throw in that minced garlic. I forgot to tell you to mince it. You want to mince that clove of garlic. And for me what that means is I put it through a garlic press and just squish it out the other side and that's what I use. And then once you've added the garlic you're going to cook it in that pan for about another minute and then you turn the heat down to low and you add the eggs and this is the only part you have to be really closely paying attention to because you don't want to overcook them in fact on an electric stove i sometimes turn off the heat altogether at this point you want to cook them stir in them gently with a rubber spatula or something and pretty constantly until they're almost but not quite set you don't want them hard cooked because they're going to continue to cook after you take them off the heat that's true of all scrambled eggs you always want to cook them so they're still kind of gooey and shiny because they're going to continue to cook after you take them off the heat so you don't want to turn them you know rubbery and dry so get them off early and that only takes maybe a minute it's very fast because your pan has been hot you throw in your cheese you throw in your chips You cook it about 30 more seconds while you're stirring it all together so that the eggs are finished cooking and the cheese is melted. That's your cue. When the cheese is melted, you take it off the heat and you serve it. You hear what I'm saying? How easy that is? It's incredibly easy to do. And it takes almost nothing to make in terms of effort or thought. This is something you can make after a hard day's work just for yourself because in its own way... Being based in scrambled eggs and cheese, it is comfort food. It's in the category of macaroni and cheese or scrambled eggs and bacon and toast. It's something that will make you feel good and feel happy and be glad that you're home after your hard day and eating something that's just been made on your stove in probably eight minutes. If you wanted to dress it up, make the flavor a little more complex. Here's how you do that. You can add a little cumin to the scrambled eggs. You could add chipotle. You could add chili powder. Chipotle would make it smoky. The chili powder would give it a little heat and depth. You could even add cayenne if you want something really spicy. And then when you go to serve it, you can just do it on a plate. That's what I do with some tortilla chips on the side. But... You can wrap it in a tortilla and have a breakfast burrito and serve it alongside a can of warmed-up refried beans. Not in the can, you understand, but on your plate. And then you have really a substantial meal that way. You can put avocado on it. I highly recommend that. You can put pico de gallo on it if you have some. Don't go to the trouble of making it, but if you've got a salsa or pico de gallo around the house, go for it. Sour cream, hot sauce... The sky's the limit, really. You could probably add some sort of vegetables to this, although you'd want to do that carefully because you don't want the scrambling of the eggs to get messed up. But you could put something on top. If you take these leftover tortilla chip migas and you throw some avocado on the top and maybe a little dab of sour cream and you either roll that in a tortilla or you put it next to a serving of warmed-up black beans or refried beans... You have got an amazing meal that cost almost nothing, either in money or in effort. I really love these. It's something I can make on nights when I really, really, really don't want to cook. And as I'm eating it, I am always so glad that I spent those seven or eight minutes making this up because they're just so rewarding. I mean, the last time I served it to someone, after putting the first bite in their mouth, they closed their eyes and they slowed down their chewing, swallowed and said, now that's what I'm talking about. And you know what? (laughs) That is so worth it to be able to do that at the drop of a hat. It's really gratifying. It's going to make you feel like an honest-to-goodness cook. When you can make up something that fast, that easily, that can provoke that kind of reaction, you're going to feel like you've come into your own as a cook. And at that point, I want to say, welcome to the world of feeling like a cook who can come up with anything on short notice. In fact, make this recipe and share it with a friend. And when they ask you how you learn to do that, tell them about the cook along podcast and encourage them to listen to there will be a picture of my version of this on the website the cookalongpodcast.com where you can also see the list of ingredients if you want to follow it exactly but I just want to forewarn you that in my house the favorite corn chips are blue so when you mix blue corn chips into scrambled eggs it's not the prettiest thing you'll ever see it tastes pretty darn good but it ain't pretty to look at. So think about that as you're looking at that picture and don't hold it against me. Next week, I will have for you a full recipe that we'll cook together two weeks from now. It'll be either another quick recipe, probably not this quick, or musings on something that really will make your cooking life better. So until next time, happy cooking.